Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are talking about just feedback. Just feedback. What did you say when we're, we're going to talk about what you said? Let's talk about what you said. All that what you said after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Oh, Jeff Randall, we just recorded a few days ago, so there's really not a lot of new news. New news? So, uh, let's just drive right into feedback this week, because there's really no... There's a couple TV spots. We can chat about the TV spots, if we yeah. want. Uh, there's a new TV spot. Uh, we've talked a little bit about all the other trailers, I think, but uh, this new TV spot uh, just seems to be very Wakanda-focused. Yeah, they're uh, they're pushing really hard. By the way, these TV spots, guys, that we're talking about are for Avengers Infinity War, obviously, but... Um, they're they're pushing a, a heavy Wakanda focus to show like Wakanda's important and Wakanda's very integral to the story. It looks like it's the last stand for our heroes against Thanos. I think I think that's been pretty obvious for a while. I don't know. I think I think personally there's going to be a battle on Earth at Wakanda and there's going to be a battle in space. And I don't think we've seen much of the space yet, but I think cuz we still have yet to see in Wakanda. We've yet to see I think there's a team going to defend, and there's a team going on offense. That's my that's my theory. Um, I think there is a uh, the big contingent. Uh, they know Vision needs protection, and maybe a Soul Stone too. Uh, they know what they they know what he's after. They put it in Wakanda and they surround it with heroes, and then he is sending his armies after it. But in the meantime, you've got Spider Man, Iron Man. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor, where are they? they? We haven't seen them in Wakanda. I think they're going on an offensive to try to take down whatever whatever else Thanos is doing. Yeah, I mean, there is that... Uh... That section of the first... Or of the... The first long trailer where uh, Star-Lord is like, great plan, except for one thing. It sucks. So, <laughs> let me do the plan. Let me, let me do the plan. And then maybe it won't be so bad. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So the, like that that section like where they are is obviously that's the the fight on uh, uh, everybody's saying that it's Titan, but you know in space wherever in space they go to. Right. And so uh, I think that's all happening w- concurrently with the Wakanda. Oh, you battle. think it's a simul fight? Uh, yes, uh, or at least it, part parts of it will be. I, that's that's yeah. my that's my theory. I may be it wrong. That's my theory. Be. I think there's potential for it to be a oh yeah, well let's take the fight to him kind of thing, like right at the beginning, and mm. he just wrecks him on Titan, and then I they just, come with their tails running between their legs. I just think there's a reason we haven't seen any of those heroes in Wakanda, and I think it's because yeah. they're not there. They're elsewhere doing whatever else they're doing. And yeah, I mean, I, it makes more sense for like a plan. I think, I think they get make. wrecked by him all that battle we see in like new york i think that's i think that's in the first you know 20 minutes of the movie and they get wrecked real hard up top that's my that's that's what i i think is going to happen but you know neither here nor there um it could could be anything could do anything they want to do yeah i mean we're not making the movie so we're we we just get to enjoy it they have not tapped me for that yet Yet. We're still working Yet. on that. Though. We're still trying to see <laughs> if we can get pitching. me in there. We keep we, pitching every week. Every, every, that's, that's, that's why we're here. We're here to pitch ideas and maybe Marvel will hire us. 
as, yeah, as <laughs> Marvel movie makers. <laughs> we're I mean, I don't even know. Firing what, blankly into the air right now. Yeah, just, just Marvel movie makers. I don't even know, like, writer, director. I don't care. Just whatever, you know, just a Marvel movie maker. I just want to, yeah. I want to be in the business. I want to be in the Marvel movie business. Um, I would be okay with standing beside James Gunn holding his headset. Oh, for sure. I'd be honored to hold that headset. Um, <laughs> okay. I just want so, my name on the screen, man. That's all it is. <laughs> so let's see. Um, that's the biggest thing. Trailers coming out. I'm really excited that Shield's coming up. We got a lot coming up with Shield. We've got a Shield episode, uh, the same day Infinity War drops, which is, I don't know. That's cool. That almost makes me glad they switched it to, um, to Friday nights. You know, it's uh, like I know that's the death slot and everything, but like, kind of makes it perfect. You want to have a Shield episode on the night they drop the like, you know. The last, the last piece of this story they've been telling for for a decade. Like they better, yeah. they better do some sort of good tie-in. I mean, they've done yeah, t- they've yeah. done tie-ins with almost everything in some small way, and like this is Infinity War. Like, give me a strong tie-in. <laughs> give me something. This is the world ender. Yeah, this um, is the destroyer of worlds. Here we're talking about. Actually, that's that's the other thing. The destroyer of worlds is actually Thanos. Right. Just gotta infuse him with gravitonium, and then he'll he'll be on his way. Shit, not even. Um, okay, <laughs> so um, let's see what, what, what everybody talking about this week. There, Jeff. <clears throat> let's see. First up, Brian B. Klein said to us on Facebook, "Good morning, guys. Uh, it's not morning right now, but uh, hi. Just listened to the news slash feedback episode, and I have two things to say slash ask. One." BoxOfficeMojo.com is a great resource for movie box office numbers. The all-time tab on the left is a go-to for me. And two, has there been a swag package already sent out, or are you still working on the first? I was a bit confused by the conversation about the next package, quote-unquote, coming out in June, uh, unless you meant that two packages would be coming out relatively close to each other. Maybe it was because it was 4 a.m. cycling into work and still sleepy, but, uh, you know, whatever. Smiley face, keep up the great work. So there were a few people who joined Patreon Almost immediately when we put it up, and we are very thankful for you guys. But uh, for the so our, our our swag level, the two dollar level of patronage says that we will send a package of swag at the six month mark. We are behind on the six month package. The like a lot. the one year package is supposed to happen in June, so we're behind. We're gonna get a we got we got one more draw uh, our artwork coming in, and then we're gonna order everything. And the first package will be sent out. Then, pretty quickly after, the second package will be sent out. Hopefully. We're, we're trying to get the first one done. And then maybe, hopefully, by the second or third one, we'll be completely caught up and at normal, uh, back to where we should have been in the first place. So, <laughs> um, we... <laughs> at a regular release cadence. Yeah. We, uh, we apologize to those of you, especially those of you who supported us from the very beginning. And, but we talked to most of you individually, and most of you have been very cool about it. Um, and very supportive of the show. So thank you so much. Um, Honestly, I said most. All of you have been very supportive and very cool about it. No one has <laughs> like, been like... Most of you, except for Dave. Yes. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody except Dan. Dan's the worst. No, just, oh, Dan. <laughs> there, there is no Dan. Only Zool. Oh. Um <laughs> <laughs> We had to block Dan, okay? 
It's, it's, he made a new profile. It's that Zool activity that we couldn't we couldn't put up with anymore. Oh um, God, it's the worst. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, that was weird. Um, okay, anyway, uh, so that's that's what's going on. We've got. One pa- the first package is not out yet, but it will be very, very soon. And some of you have already passed your six-month mark. Some of you are just now passing your six-month mark. Either way, we'll get you your package very soon. And then you'll also get a package when it hits a year. Uh, and those first packages go out in, like, June of this year. So it's like it'll be, like, two months apart, if that. Um, yeah. And that the, the June package might go out in July. But either way, we'll get it, we'll get it wrapped up and get it caught up because we are behind and... We hate being behind. Um, but with unexpected uh, life events this year, marriages and movements, and al- the album wasn't necessarily unexpected, but it was a lot more work than I realized. Um, and tours, it's just been tough to get everything together um, for that. But we will. And you will all get all of the rewards promised on Patreon, we promise. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys <laughs> who support on Patreon. If you would like to support us on Patreon, check it out. All the other stuff has been, you know, coming out <laughs> they get early access and ad free access to a lot of that uh shows and uh we're also we've also done some commissioned episodes which we've got more coming up um but the swag is behind so we apologize okay there we go that's what's up with the swag <laughs> now that that's been covered all right so next up uh kamal gaiman moise said to us uh this looks like an email i'm excited for infinity war just like everyone else but question <laughs> how will it line up with shield Previously, the show came out, then the movie, and then the next episode, and then the world would line up perfectly. But now that S.H.I.E.L.D. is on Friday this season, what's going to happen? Also, speaking of S.H.I.E.L.D., the last episode was insane. The one where they do Hale's backstory, they tied in everything. Hurry up and talk about it! Well, we we did already talk about it, sorry. Uh, We just haven't gotten to your feedback until now. That's actually a great question. Will they have the balls? And they did when uh, Winter Soldier came out, and it was one of the most ballsy uh, content things I've ever seen. Uh, will they have the balls to make the Friday, April 27th episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. be after Infinity War? <laughs> oh, God. Like, what about what if they do that, and then there's that tiny contingent of people who don't keep up with the movies, but they can keep up with the TV show because, you know, it's expensive to go to movies. And then something happens, and, like, Thanos is there and completely wrecks the TV show, and they're like, what the damn happened? Yeah. Um, I mean, it hap- they did a good job of, of, of setting it up after in Turn, 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 uh, which was the, was like, 17th episode of season one. Um it's so funny that episode's so important that like I remember name and number and uh, <laughs> it's just like that was a big deal. <laughs> this um, that that kind of knowledge, Matt, is what it's like to be a super comic book nerd. Uh, yeah, no, believe me, I've been a Star Trek fan a long time. I've been remembering episode titles and numbers uh, for a long while. <laughs> um, it's all about space seed. <laughs> it's all about it's all about the space seed one two. Um, sorry. <laughs> That wasn't all about the Benjamins uh, Puff Daddy reference. Okay. It's okay. Let's move on. <laughs> um, what was the question? <laughs> I got lost in Puff Daddy's eyes. I understand. Uh, it's uh, how do we, how, how's it going to line up? Oh, yeah. We don't know. Show to movie. The answer is we don't know, but the it's a very interesting question because what about, um, I mean, wh- like the P, 
they did it with Winter Soldier, but they at least had five, the whole weekend. You yeah. know, they had the whole weekend to go. This big thing happened. Everybody go see it, and we're gonna on, spoil it on TV. And they straight up spoiled it on TV. But will they do that when it's coming out the same day? <laughs> like they have, uh, they have seventeen hours or whatever to. You have seventeen hours to go see this movie, and then we're gonna spoil it. Well, I guess we we'll say twenty four because normally they come out at seven o'clock these days. So like Thursday oh, night know. it'll come out at seven o'clock. Then Friday night at eight or nine, this comes on. Like, if we're being honest, Marvel probably expects everybody who would be watching the show to not be watching the show that night. They're probably expecting everybody to be at the theater watching Avengers Infinity War because it's such a big release. Like, they're tracking a $200 million opening, over $200 million opening Man, for that weekend. that's insane. So, like, they're expecting everybody to be at the theater. And, you know... The the ratings for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. have been not great on Night Of, especially this season. Uh, they've always been a, you know, a, an extended viewership, we'll say. Right. A lot of a lot of Huluers out there. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm you know, one. I, same. <laughs> you know, hands up for Hulu, right? Yes. Maybe Hulu has the, the Soul Stone, because that's <laughs> the H. No. <laughs> no. Um, so, like, I would kind of... I'd be okay with them doing it that night, you know, spoiling it that night, because most people aren't going to see it that night. They're going to watch it later. Well, and I think most people that also watch it, uh, watch Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. that readily, will have probably already seen it on the, the, you know, the opening night or, like, preview night on Thursday. Yeah, Most people yeah. have already like, seen the movie, I think. I'm going to see Infinity War on Thursday night, and looking to my right... My uh, my time off request for April twenty seventh just got approved, so I'm probably gonna watch it again that day. <laughs> That's amazing. Yep. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing, but we'll figure all that out off air. But um, <laughs> if if at all possible, I will be joining you in those in those viewings. Not in the same place. We'll be in different cities, but no, man, come to Tampa spiritually. Do it. Do it. Spiritually, we got theaters we'll where you could like take a beer in there, have a recliner seat. <laughs> I do like that. I do like that. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, I do have shows in Birmingham that night, so or the night before, uh, or the night after. So I might be able to. uh, I'll be able to see the midnight showing, hopefully, or the seven o'clock, and we can cast immediately like we like to do. Um, Yeah. So, uh, what else we got from the feedback? All right, Michael. Michael Cap said to us. So Tony Stark has a suit made out of nanobots technology, but his friend Brody. Sorry, but his friend, he means Rhodey, uh, still walking around with leg braces. Um, uh, I don't, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, we don't know that his friend's still walking around with leg braces. That may be why he has the nanotechnology. Maybe he built nanotechnology for Rhodey, and then he was like, I could incorporate that into my suit. <laughs> Shit, I can make that into a suit. I make everything into suits. Yeah, it's he like, does kind of make everything <laughs> into suits. And, you know, we were talking about, like, oh, it could be the the you know, bleeding edge armor or whatever. Right. Um, it very much is the armor that just kind of bleeds out onto his skin. We've seen in, in other TV spots now, like it's just kind of melting onto him, which is so freaking cool. It looks amazing. It's just so sexy. It is. And like <laughs> the way that he takes off his glasses while it's still bleeding onto him, like he takes off his sunglasses, like, yeah. ah, yes. You don't want, you, you don't want the bleeding edge armor to build up around the sunglasses. It. It'll look like Iron Man with, uh, with glasses on. 
That would be awesome. You wouldn't hit an Iron Man with glasses now, would you? <laughs> yes. Yes, you're still an Iron Man. Yes. I wouldn't because Thanos it would hurt my hand. very much would. Right? Like, I would probably break a knuckle or two, but Thanos is just going to deck you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, uh, Wobbly Boots eighty five. Nathan, hi. Said uh, Adam C. U. Cast. H is for Howard the Duck. I never knew how badly I wanted the linchpin of the third Avengers movie to somehow rest on the shoulders of Howard the Duck <laughs> until I heard you say that. Just imagine that's the big reveal of the Soul Stone. Howard has it. Crying emoji times three. Yeah, that'd be pretty amazing. It, 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 like, what if we got like a you know we talk, we joke about a surprise movie, which I still think is a great idea. Um, but, uh, what if the surprise movie is like, we watch Infinity War and then afterwards we get like the Howard the Duck movie where he's been, uh, hustling around the universe with the Infinity Stone all this time. Right? (laughs) Oh, be so good. Uh, you're out of luck until you go duck. (laughs) Just constantly. That's all he says. Uh, yeah. He, he, the... (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, they um, they 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 basically replace Howard the Duck with like a doll that you just pull the string on him. Yeah, and yeah. so all he can say is it's like budget six, cuts. Yeah, he says like six phrases <laughs> through the whole. Why movie. do you let him lick you like that? Gross. <laughs> the same, the same six phrases over and over. Whatever they could get the rights to from the from the eighties movie. Um, oh God! Ugh! Ew! <laughs> What, the 80s movie? <laughs> yeah, the 80s movie was so bad. It was so good. I loved it. No, it as was a kid. so bad. That was the worst. <laughs> All right. All right, so Trent said to us on Twitter, at uh, MCU cast, hashtag Avengers Infinity War is being referred to as the 19th MCU movie by many, but if Ant-Man 2 takes place before Infinity War, wouldn't that make it the 20th MCU movie? Uh, not chronologically, <laughs> or not in release order. Yeah, not in release order. Um, and that's what everybody cares about. But and, and also, you know, it's like an episode of TV. Sometimes they have a flashback. I guess Ant Man and the Wasp is a flashback. Maybe for, for some reason they want it to happen out of order. We don't know yet why. I mean, I'm willing to find out. Yeah, and we will. <laughs> I mean. Uh, it's likely just that, you know, they're something that they do happens and like something that they do in their in their movie affects what uh I guess what and where like what happens to them, where they are, et cetera, in Avengers right. Infinity War. And it'll War, probably change like, the context of what's going on in Infinity War in such a way that you don't want to know what's going on in the other movie first. Right, and it, I'm I'm expecting it to be like a they're displaced in some way, and you know because of their displacement they make it back for the Avengers four movie. Yeah, and like they're on the B team, and that's you know Hawkeye's trying to get them back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Ashley and Coffin said to us on Twitter at MCU Cast, we finished our rewatch in three days too. We started on Easter Sunday and whoops, there's so much that binds these movies together, so it feels like one really long, amazing movie. Awesome. Yep, that's that's Ashley, she's a true fan <laughs> of these movies yep. in three days. I still have not started mine. I watched um I watched Winter Soldier this weekend because it just happened to be on TV and I couldn't stop. 
And it was so good. So <laughs> yeah. good. Every time I look back at these movies, like I look back at them for kind of the facts in them and how they, what they, you know, like what they tell me about the story so I can go forward and keep thinking about the future. But man, um, like watching that, watching Winter Soldier, I just had forgotten how great it is. So good. Yeah. I also yeah, watched it's... Deadpool that night. Also really great. <laughs> <laughs> I was just on a movie binge. Uh, it's we, funny that we you mentioned we that one because that's what Ashley's favorite is. What now? I said it's funny that you mentioned that one because that's what Ashley's favorite is. Oh, Winter Soldier, nice. Yeah, um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, she also said to us at MCU Cast. I know I said hashtag Soulstone is in Wakanda, but my new theory: Thanos already has it. Why would he have zero stones? It's a stone he cannot use, and the largest, most powerful one, because to use it, you have to sacrifice someone you love, and he loves no one but Gamora. Ooh. Is that true? In the, is that comics knowledge? You have to sacrifice someone to use it? I, I don't know. I don't remember reading that at all. Um, Interesting. Maybe I'm spacing, but... If that's the yeah. case, that uh, makes me very worried for Gamora. <laughs> yeah. I has he said that he loves her though? Um, he hasn't, and I doubt that he truly loves her. But he, I mean, he does consider her his daughter. He did raise her. He's she's his favorite daughter. Yeah. Um, it's possible that he loves her. Out. It's possible that he, um, you know, we'll we'll get a, a sense into his kind of dark personality, and maybe he loves um her sister, and maybe that's the person he'll kill, which would be super tragic. To watch her die at the hands of Thanos after all the stuff he's done to her. And, like, if she tries to get revenge and then he kills her to have access to the Soul Stone. Um, I was going to say to Ashley, like, it can't be the air he has it because he doesn't have it in the glove. But if that's part of the uh, part of the cost of using it, maybe maybe he does. Yeah, um... In uh, in the end of Age of Ultron, whenever he says "fine, I'll do it myself" and puts the gauntlet on, it's not in the gauntlet right there. Um, yeah. And in all of the shots that we see in the trailers, there's only the two gems in there. Mm-hmm. There's the uh, the power gem and the space gem. Yep. Or the sp- space stone. Space gem. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And Bugs Bunny, Michael Jordan, totally. I'm I on mean, board. Yeah. It could be said that you know the. The reason you don't see it in the trailers because they edited it out because that you know we've seen them edit out Spider-Man before. That's possible. Yeah, they have done tricky um, things to us before like that. Yeah, and it could be also said that he didn't store it with the glove because you know reasons, and he stores them separately, like different, uh, different lockup. It's know? such a, it's a such a mystery safe. that they have like never really mentioned. The Soul Stone, they've never mentioned the Soul Stone. They've never given us a reason to be wondering, but because of comics, everyone is just wondering, where is the Soul Stone? <laughs> Tell us yep. where the Soul Stone is. It's super funny <laughs> that we're all so interested in that. What if What if the reason we haven't seen Hawkeye in any, in any of the uh, promo advertisements and promo stuff is because he's in hiding with the Soul Stone? It's H is for Hawkeye. Totally possible. H is for Hawkeye. Could have had it all he is along. The soul stone. <laughs> yeah, he's got it in his bow. That's how he's such a good bow and arrowsman. Yep, he can see every soul and shoot it <laughs> and shoot it with an arrow. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yep, it's a good theory. Sound. 
Totally sound. We're uh, we're hired. <laughs> we're hired again. Yep. Randy SF45 said on Twitter, Adam Zucast just saw the newest Infinity War trailer, and I think Chadwick Boseman is on his way to replacing RDJ as the marquee star of the MCU. I uh, I wouldn't be mad at it. I don't think I think that's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna work. And and here's the reason why. Black Panther is amazing. It's a great movie. But I've said this before. And I ju- as of yet, I don't think Black Panther as a character has given us enough to go on. Like I, I think a lot of Black Panther is in the supporting cast. Like that movie is great because, like, um, Shuri is wonderful, and the, the, all the other characters are wonderful. Like his sister, his girlfriend, and his dormilage are all like amazing characters that they gave a lot to do. And I don't know that he can support the weight of the entire I don't I don't think the the success of Black Panther is due solely to him like you could say that about Iron Man Iron Man is Robert Downey Jr's movie like he is the star of those movies and I think Chadwick Boseman is a little bit overshadowed by some of his um supporting characters and so I don't know that he he has that he can take that role or not I don't know but maybe that's fair maybe we just haven't seen it yet um, maybe he has. I loved him in uh, Civil War. I think I liked him in Civil War more than I liked him in Black Panther. So now we're going to see the Rousseaus with him again, and I think uh, maybe we'll get, um, you know, the Black Panther that we all want. Yeah, but think about this. We'll get to see him and his entire supporting cast under the direction of the Rousseaus. Yeah. No, I'm I'm super so, excited about it. What if you end up still liking them more? But liking them more in this than you did in Black Panther. Yeah, no, it's totally possible. Um, I think, and it's not even that I like them more. I just think like they were given a lot to do. A lot of the, a lot of the humor, a lot of what makes Robert Downey Jr. the star that he is is he's emotionally complex, which uh, I think that Black Panther has that all day. But so far, I really haven't seen Black Panther be really funny, and RDJ is really funny throughout all of his movies. And really style, really stylish and funny, and like um, Black Panther has the stylish, he has the emotionally complex, but I don't know that he has the funny yet. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to say who's gonna uh, who's gonna be that backbone of the MCU. Not even like to lead the team, but like who they're gonna pit as like the person that puts butts in seats. I don't know that they want that, honestly. Um, you, you, we, they, I think that Marvel doesn't love for the fact that they have to pay RDJ so much money. Um, they would, I think much rather have such a dispersed amount, like, like have their, have the, the power of the Marvel Cinematic Universe dispersed among a lot of different people. And so that no one has the bargaining power that, uh, RDJ has, um, now, I think that there's some standouts. I think that uh, Tom Holland is a standout. Um, but he's so, he's so young. I don't know that he's a leader. Uh, but he could be kind of the heart of the team. I could see Tom Holland kind of taking the Captain America role uh, in that he has this sort of, like, bare-bones morality, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that'll make him, like, a guiding light to Tony um, or to a Tony analog, whoever takes over that. Um, which, you know, could, could definitely be, uh, Black Panther, but it could also be Shuri. I mean, like we've talked about it. We've talked about Shuri taking over the Iron Man mantle, literally. Um, 
but it could also be uh, someone like Star Lord. Um, Star Lord has the charisma and the comedy. It just seems like right now they don't have anyone that has everything. Um, yeah. That, well, Star Lord has that whole like being in the Guardians thing, right? That he has to do. Well, or so, do, like, or does he? I mean, they could. He could decide to stay on Earth. He could just stay on Earth. He could stay yeah. on Earth after this movie. I mean, he's he's never really been to Earth. They could have the next Guardians movie could be about them coming back together for something. You know, uh, Star Lord, your friends need you, kind of thing. They could they could he could stay on <laughs> Earth and be in the next couple Avengers movies, and then Guardians th- or the next you know well yeah he will be in the next two Avengers movies, but he could stay on Earth and be in the next couple whatever movies like whatever Earth based movies he could be like floating around kind of like Black Widow does, and then like they could. Uh, you know, the Guardians 3 could be, we need you, Star-Lord, your friends are in trouble. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Help us, Obi-Wan, you're our only hope kind of thing. Yeah. Has, has he seen Star Wars? Uh, it came out before. Well, yeah, we, I think we discussed it before. Like, it came out, like, three months before he disappeared or something. <laughs> yeah. Didn't it? No, I think the first one came out in the 70s, didn't uh, it? Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. What was it? There was something we were talking about one night, and we... Did a bunch of research to figure out if he left before or after some movie came out, so we could decide whether it was made sense that he made a reference. I forget. I forget though. Um. Anyway. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, was it Ninja Turtles? No, it wasn't Ninja Turtles. But that's a fair question. I haven't looked into that. But they were they were <laughs> popular in the eighties. I'm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it was that early though. When did he disappear? Oh God! Now we're doing this again. Yeah, um, let's not do this today. Let's 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 move on. We'll <laughs> we'll we'll look into it on our own time. Okay. Uh, Kyok Young said to us, "Hey guys, have you seen this yet?" And they gave us a link to an Amazon um, Amazon product, I guess. Yeah, a it's book. a Marvel Studios one hundred and one, uh, and his is it's it's basically about all the Marvel Studios properties up till now. Yeah, all your questions answered. Yeah. Preparing uh, you for like Infinity a, War kind of thing. <laughs> it's a hardcover book that released April third uh, for fourteen forty eight. Yeah, and so his comment about it was: I was a little disappointed that neither Spider Man Homecoming nor any of the TV series were mentioned at all. Big surprise. Maybe because they're made by Sony, ABC, and Netflix, not Marvel Studios. Uh, you would think Shield the Shield page would say at least something about the agency still being active. Uh, sure would be nice if it were really all connected. Sigh. Speaking of which, why hasn't Jessica Jones been told to sign the Sokovia Accords? God, we talk about that a lot. We have talked about that a lot. <laughs> we, to, the truth is, we don't know that she hasn't. Uh, we talk about that. We talked about that in our Jessica Jones episode we just dropped. Um, but uh, the truth is, we just don't know. They just haven't. They haven't mentioned it at all. They mentioned the raft, so it's like in the same universe still, but. They, it is weird that she hasn't had them. Maybe she's flying under their radar because she's not really breaking the Sokovia Accords exactly. <laughs> she's not really out using her powers to be a superhero. She's kind of using them incidentally uh, when she's attacked and stuff. So maybe it's that she's not breaking them. Uh, or maybe it's that she already has signed them. Who knows? <laughs> we just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They haven't, they, haven't, they haven't brought it up at all, which is disappointing. They should at least address it. Yeah, that's one of those big things where, um, you know, it kind of affects everybody. Yeah, for sure. It should. It should. And that, that's the whole point in the comics, of course. And and that's that we talked about it last week, I think. But it's like, in the movie, they don't even make it clear whether it was just the Avengers 
who the Sokovia Accords um, applied to. But then in the show, it seems like they want all the Inhumans registered, um, which makes it yeah. seem like all powered people. But we just don't know. We just aren't. It's not very clear. It could be that just Inhumans had to register. Maybe they were specifically cited in the in the in the Sokovia Accords because of the problems that were going on all over the world with Inhumans popping up. <clears throat> And maybe Jessica what, like Jones does Avengers plus Inhumans. Yeah, it's very possible. I mean, our 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 laws get written in weird ways. It could be that. Yeah, but this is the UN, man. Come on. Oh, like their laws don't get written in weird ways. Come it's on, bureau- it's bureau- let's have a little faith. It's bureaucracy, please. Oh, I have no faith in any 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 bureaucracy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, not to be have like weird effed up laws. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, the, I think the next couple are all Black Panther feedback. So yeah. if you have not seen Black Panther, you may not want to listen to these because they're probably going to be spoilery. Oh, speaking of Black Panther, before we get into that, it's been uh, announced what the release date for Black Panther is. The the release date as far as uh, oh, the home viewing. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the um, the digital release will be available everywhere uh, May eighth. And Blu-ray for that is going to be on May 15th. Mm. So just after Avengers Infinity War comes out. I'm actually surprised it's going to be so soon just because they've still been killing it in theaters. I really think they, if they're smart, they would give it a few weeks to run side by side with Avengers. I think that would be a smart business move. But they don't yeah, listen well, to me. They should. They should <laughs> hire me, but they don't. Worldwide, they're at uh, 1.3 million, or sorry, 1.3 billion dollars on Black Panther right now. Wow! That trails Marvel's Avengers by one point. I'm sorry, by about 218 million dollars. Wow! So I think that in the next two weeks they could get a little boost off of the uh, pre-Avengers Infinity War hype. Yeah, and, uh, everybody's talking about doing rewatches. I mean, <laughs> you yeah. got to go rewatch that one, too, and it's still in theaters. It's still there. you got to go do that one, too. I mean, it's already beating Iron Man 3. So, let's see. Avengers Age of Ultron is at 1.4. So, yeah, it's it's about 100 million behind Age of Ultron and 200 million, 218 behind uh, the first Avengers yeah, crazy. Jesus. So Fourth crazy. highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. That's Good Lord. insane. Black <laughs> Panther to to make it there. It's just nobody expected that. Yeah. I think we did, but very very few people expected to do this. These kind of numbers. I expected a lot, but this is like a lot a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, is... that we were we were talking about in the weeks like leading up and you know, we knew it would be a big cultural moment on top of the regular uh, the regular just, hey, do you like Marvel? Come see this movie kind of right. thing. <laughs> so. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess let's get into spoilers for Black Panther Spoiler so that we can talk alert. about this feedback. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Black Panther, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. So let's see. Ashley. Ashley. Ashley and Coffin. We, sorry we missed your feedback. I'm not sure why. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna blame Matt. Probably my fault. Yeah. We we missed we missed hers when we were doing the Black Panther. So this is one of the ones we got for Black Panther. She sent it a long time ago, but we missed it. Yeah, and she was like, I "Hey, just... where was my feedback?" And I was like, "Oh, sorry, I missed it." <laughs> <laughs> so that's how Matt handles his apologies. 
so you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> she says, what's up, fellas? Hey, not much. How you doing? Uh, just saw Black Panther, and it was amazing. We had a lot of people in our theater dressed in African garb and makeup, which made it really cool. A lot of little girls with their face painted. It was adorable. I can't say it was my favorite MCU movie. Winter Soldier, for some reason, is still my standout film, and so far none has beat it for me, especially the Winter Soldier slash Cap knife fight. Uh, but it's way up there for feeling totally immersed in a world that still fits in the MCU perfectly, and the anticipation of knowing there's so much more to come, and from the Infinity War trailer, how many of our favorite heroes will already be there, and more to follow. Gah! I'm so excited! I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and pause there. That Winter Soldier Cap knife fight that she's talking about, yeah, where like where he kind of gets the first inkling of like this might be Bucky. That was an amazing fight. Oh yeah, like when they did that, that was the first time I've seen like a switching of the hands knife in a fight, and I was like, this blows my mind. Yeah, it was awesome. And the the way that they you know the like he cut through the the van wall and like his arm being all mechanical and same yes i i share your excitement mm -hmm. sorry <laughs> michael b jordan she i'm sorry she continues with michael b jordan's work here was so assured vital and vibrant no doubt in large part to the excellence of the script just like daniel burl zemo in civil war killmonger is a villain primarily because his ideology clashes with our heroes yet his goals are remarkably logical and well-motivated the best villains are the ones that are utterly convincing and relatable, and Jordan is certainly that in the role. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I agree. Yes. Yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally in agreement with that. Um, he was my favorite. Yeah, my favorite part of the movie. I loved Michael B. Jordan. Might be my favorite villain. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, she continues, I loved M'Baku. He was fantastic. I was happy to see him at the council at the end. Can't wait to see Wakanda take on the armies of Thanos in a few months. Shit's about to go down! That it is. Uh, my only issue, where is the damn Infinity Stone? My H theory is starting to get all messed up. I still think it's in Wakanda. But we're out of movies now, and I still have no stone. I'm, I'm moving my guess to we will find it at the very end of the Infinity War. Uh, going into the next one. Or will Captain Marvel have it? At this point, what are your thoughts on where it may be? It's uh, shrunk down in, and it's living in Ant-Man's apartment. <laughs> he lives in a Ooh, shrunk down man. apartment in, in, in this, in this uh, example. Yeah, that, that makes total sense. Like, what would happen to the Infinity Stone if it were to be shrunk down? Because it's supposed to be the essence of, like, a supermassive black hole, right? I don't or, know. I'm sorry. Is a it? singularity. A singularity. Which there were is six a black hole. singularities. Ingots. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what those... I don't know, I don't know what would happen if it shrunk. So, I mean, it's already compacted energy. Like, what would happen if you compact it more? What is it? Is it just, like, too much to handle? It would probably destroy the universe. Yeah. Probably. That but makes sense. But Ant-Man does that in all of the things he does. Always. Yeah. He always be destroying universes. Always be destroying universes. Damn it, Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I like the idea of it being on Hala. Hala? The, uh, yeah, Hala. H-A-L-A. -A, the Kree homeworld. Yeah, that's absolutely possible. Yeah, I do like the idea of it being Captain Marvel, because that just makes sense. And wherever Captain Marvel is, 
she shows up for the battle in Infinity War Part 2, and, you know, she's there, ready to go. Yep, she gets to wreck faces. And, you know, uh, whenever she fires energy blasts in her, um, like, in the comics, whenever she fires energy blasts out of her hands, they're kind of an orangish color, so it could well be that she has the soul stone. Yeah, totally. Or, or is at least powered by it. And the fact that or the planet's called Hala, that, that may, gives me gives me pause for sure. Yep. That uh, that Thanos H theory is uh got true on that one. They gotta go through <laughs> with it. At this point they have they've gotta finish that H. Yeah. Give me, yeah. The, give God, me that H. It's gonna be so upsetting if it's not. Yeah, for sure. If Thanos already has it, then what do we say? Like him? <laughs> Has yeah. it already? We're, we're <laughs> has it H already. for had it the whole time. <laughs> H for it's all in your head. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Jeffrey James said to us on Facebook, I had the opportunity to see Black Panther again, this time in the excellent Buena Vista Theater on the Disney Wonder cruise ship. It was. <laughs> right? Sounds great. It, it was, if anything, better than the first time. I also saw The Last Jedi and was struck by how it's mostly a recycle of Episode 4. Yes, I realize it's what people want and they get irritated at any variation, but it became increasingly clear to me that Star Wars lacks the depth of the MCU, which can draw upon the work of hundreds of writers and thousands of stories. Even Rogue One, in my opinion the best of the new films, seemed overly derivative. Nothing as original as Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor, Ragnarok, or Black Panther. Not even close. I agree. Yeah, but you're a Star Trek fan. I am. I'm, I'm not really a Star Wars fan. Although I did find it strange that you compared The Last Jedi to Episode Four. I don't really see that. I, I thought. I thought episode. Um, I thought The Force Awakens was directly a ripoff of Episode Four. But I thought. Oh yeah. This one was a little more original. I thought Ryan Johnson tried some different things, which is why people were so pissed off because he did different things. But. Um, well, that's that's yeah. why so many people were pissed off. It's it, true. There's like a pretty solid divide of like people going, eh, it's pretty, you know, it's all right. And then a bunch of people being like, how dare you ruin my childhood? <laughs> so dramatic. Come on, right? guys. Why are you so dramatic? <laughs> and can he really ruin your childhood? Like, come on. No. Uh, but yeah, childhood and that, that is a really great point Jeffrey makes that like, if you look, if you want to tell a Black Panther story, you can look at, you know, however many 50, 60 years of Black Panther stories and, like, piece together a really great modern story. Um, if you want to tell a Captain America story, you got hundreds of years of content to pull from. If you want to tell a Star Wars story, it's it's a little limited. <laughs> um, I mean, they've got, they had an extended universe, but they've wiped that clean now. So yeah. they don't even have that anymore, and so now everything's being written from scratch, and so you basically just have six movies to draw from, and a couple series. I know there's cartoons and all that stuff, but, you know, it it is yeah, definitely they, more limited than the, the world of comics, where you've got so much to pull from. Yeah, they did kind of shoot themselves in the foot with that. Like, there are so many good stories in that, where they could have pulled anything, and... You know, like even I, I would love to see a movie about the old republic. Yeah, Knights of the old republic. Especially well, from what I understand, they they are still pulling elements from the the old what they what the what they call them now le- legends or whatever. Uh, 
Yeah, something like that, like legends or or tales or right. Whatever. Yeah, they're calling them something like that, and and, and they are pulling elements from those the, as they as they want to. But J.J. Abrams is the destroyer of worlds. Um, he destroyed Star Trek <laughs> um, timeline to create put his own timeline in place. He he took he took apart the the extended universe that everyone had been reading for years and years and years, um, and so. Uh, it's kind of a bummer. I, I, we've talked about it before, but yeah, not a big fan of JJ for that reason. Like, work yeah. within the confines you're given. Tell a new story. Don't retcon everything. I think it was mostly just Disney said, you know what? None of that. Yeah, but it's just JJ's did it twice as the director. That's fair. <laughs> like, That's fair. And you have some creative control as the director. Surely, maybe Disney made him do it, but and maybe Paramount made him do it. But I kind of doubt it. I think it sounds like his mo. Um, it sounds like <laughs> something he chose he would choose to do because it's what he's done twice. So it's just there's a pattern building. If he goes and <laughs> we'll see what he does on episode nine. Yeah. Well, you know now now it's his canon, so it's a little different. <laughs> I just, all right. If they give I've him been an, building this now to wreck it all down. Yeah. If they give him another property, then we'll see what this what he does. <laughs> We'll just we'll keep an eye on JJ until he comes with uh, you know, Battlestar Galactica. You have to keep an eye on JJ. He's going around destroying worlds, man. <laughs> it's like the world eater, he's Galactus. Oh wow! Um, Ouch! All right, guys, uh, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Um, if you'd like to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at 573-CAST-MCU. Um, if you'd like to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash mcucast. Uh, right now, we're about to start a drive to get up to $100 per episode subscribed, $100 a week per subscribe. So if you are if you like the show, do that, and we're going to uh, go to a video model where we're going to live stream the show and have live uh, listener questions. Um, and that should be a cool thing. We're going to be working the kinks out over the next couple weeks, but if we get to $100, we're going to try to live stream every episode. Um, so go to Patreon, subscribe. It'd be awesome. Um, you can also go to Stitcher.com slash premium and use the code cinematic to get a free month of Stitcher, uh, Stitcher premium and listen to Wolverine the Long Night. Um, if you'd like to listen to any of my other ramblings, I've got the Matthew Carroll podcast. Go subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get podcasts. The Matthew Carroll podcast is mine, and uh, it's where I talk about my music. And we may get into other things as the uh, cast develops. Um, thank you guys very much. We'll talk to you soon. Until next time, true believers. Uh-huh.